0: If you think of life as an ocean and the waves of the ocean as stress, so these waves can be huge waves, like the really stressful times, right? They can be those medium waves. Okay, this is, this is, or it can be the small waves. So you have different waves, different size waves. And the thing about the ocean is you can't stop the waves. You can't stop the waves from coming but you can learn how to surf.
1: That was Kaysonga Giscombe. He's a faculty member in the UNC School of Medicine, and he teaches classes in mindfulness. These courses are open to the general public, and his next course starts January 29th. Welcome to Well Said, Carolina's official storytelling podcast. On this week's episode, Kaysonga will share with us how he learned to surf, and maybe teach us to serve ourselves. He does that through the study of mindfulness.
0: The definition that I use is the definition that's found in the book um, by Jon Kabat-Zinn, which is basically a particular way of paying attention to the present moment on purpose without judgment. So there, there are a lot of pieces to that definition. But that's the that's the definition that I that I really that resonates with me because each piece of that definition speaks to what mindfulness is.
1: And to fully know what mindfulness is, you also need to know what it's not.
0: The biggest misconception is that practicing mindfulness is all about you no know, aum kumbaya. It's all about just being peaceful and happy and joyful and tranquil all the time. And that's really not, <laughs> not the case. Uh, mindfulness is literally that, that definition, paying attention to the present moment, whatever that present moment is presenting. So you're going to have those times when you're angry. You're going to have those moments when you're sad, when you're afraid, you know, when you're jealous, what mindfulness teaches you is to recognize be aware of what you're experiencing what you're feeling in the moment and taking a moment to just maybe pause you know take a breath and and with that you know creating that space because oftentimes when we when we're angry when we're sad we just react so mindfulness teaches us to instead of just reacting to responding so by taking that 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 short pause between that strong emotion and your reaction, within that space, you're able to able to gain some clarity, some insight. And from that clarity and from that insight, you're then able to move forward and make better choices, better decisions.
1: After Kaysonga graduated from North Carolina Central University, he earned a master's degree in health science and acupuncture, and had his own acupuncture practice for many years. Then he got a book called Full Catastrophe Living by Jon Kabat-Zinn about using mindfulness to reduce stress.
0: So I'm the type of person that when I find something new and that really resonates with me, I kind of go extra hard. So when I first started meditating, I, I kind of went super hard and I tried to meditate for you know, hours a day and, and things of that nature. And I wasn't I, I I wasn't really used to meditating, so that kind of I don't want to say burned me out, but I realized, okay, I'm 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 going a bit too hard with this. And so I was able to be patient with myself and gentle with myself. And so then I kind of I I've kind of tailored tailored my practice to to something that wasn't as that's harsh on, on, a, on a newcomer. Now what I do is I do 20 minutes of meditation first thing when I wake up. And then throughout the day, I have I do like what I call like mindfulness check-ins with myself, where I just basically check in with myself in a very mindful way. There's an activity that we, that we call the breathing space, um, so I do that multiple times a day. And then at the end of the day, I meditate for an additional 20 minutes in the evening before I go to sleep. So I call that kind of my, my mindfulness sandwich. Um, when I first started um, meditating after I went through my, my, my initial hardcore spell, I noticed a shift. It, it was a shift in the way I was moving through my life. It, it was a shift in the way I, I treated the space that I was holding specifically i noticed that i was more focused um, in whatever activity i was i was doing whether it was through my acupuncture or my studies i was more focused i was more patient which helped me not only with my practice but also at home you know anyone that's married out there knows that patience is is you know it's a, it's a key element in any relationship really so those are the things that I initially really noticed um, as far as uh, improvement with my focus, an improvement with my patience, and just a sense of emotional harmony
1: within myself. Kaysonga studied at the Center for Mindfulness at the University of Massachusetts and then at the UNC School of Medicine's Program on Integrative Medicine. Now he is one of the instructors of Carolina's introductory mindfulness course.
0: This class is designed to teach you mindfulness tools, and and give you mindfulness practices for managing that that everyday stress and whatever form that stress take. You know whatever form that stress is in your life, whether it's physical stress where you're dealing with chronic pain, um, emotional stress, um, whatever form that stress is in your life. That's what this class is designed to help you learn to manage. And then usually after the sixth class on that Saturday, um, we have what's called a day of mindfulness where we usually meet at a campsite. We have a place at Camp New Hope where we, from 9 to around 4.30ish, we have that day of mindfulness. The day of mindfulness is designed to kind of put into practice everything that we've been talking about in the class. So it's a day of silence, a day of meditation. Um, it's a culmination of, of everything that we have been teaching in the class thus far.
1: Sangha also teaches courses for people to rejuvenate their practice.
0: We do what's called mindfulness refreshers. And that's on the first Saturday of every month. And the purpose of that is after the eight-week course, oftentimes people are like, okay, I, I finished the course, I built up, all of this momentum, I've, you know, I started this practice, now what? So that Mindfulness Refresher class is is designed as a way to kind of support those people that have finished the course to keep that momentum going. You know, oftentimes after the course you may, kind of your practice may dwindle because you're not coming on a weekly basis. So if that happens, the Refresher class is an excellent way to reignite your practice. And even if your practice has remained consistent, it's just a way to keep it, keep it going. I tend to think of it as a sport. I work a lot with, I've worked a lot with athletes, so I kind of I use that metaphor a lot. Just as with any sport, any practice that you're starting for the first time, you're not going to be very, I don't want to say very good at it, but you're not going to be very well-versed in it. So with practice, you're able to learn and you're able to get better at it. And it's the same thing with mindfulness. It sounds very simple paying attention to each moment. But when you really get into the practice, you realize, okay, wow, this is not as simple. This is not as easy as as I thought. So with practice, you're able to to get better at it.
1: These courses are designed to help people learn how to recognize the situation they're in instead of judging it.
0: We judge everything. <laughs> We judge our situation, we judge other people's situation, we judge others, and we judge ourselves. And oftentimes when we judge ourselves, um, the judgment is, is harsh, negative. You know, what mindfulness kind of helps you to do is to shift out of that space of self-judgment, or just in judging, and period. And it teaches you how to be gentle with yourself, and it develops a sense of compassion with yourself, which then leads to compassion towards others.
1: As a member of the faculty, and also a master's degree student in the UNC School of Social Work, Kaysonga certainly uses mindfulness to handle the stresses in his life.
0: And, and don't forget father. I have two daughters, and husband, uh, you know, so it, it, it is a lot. It, it, it definitely is a lot. I love, and again, John Cabotin said this: um, If you think of life as an ocean, and the waves of the ocean as stress, so these waves can be huge waves, like the really stressful times. They can be those medium waves. We're, okay, this is this is, or it can be the small waves. So you have different waves, different size waves, and the thing about the ocean is, you can't stop the waves. But what, what one of the quotes that I love is you can't stop the waves from coming, but you can learn how to surf. And that's that's how I kind of live my life. I also like the metaphor of a roller coaster. You know, you're gonna have your ups and downs, you know, and those times in between. So it's just about riding riding the waves, riding that roller coaster.
1: You can learn more about the mindfulness courses at Carolina and even sign up for one yourself by visiting unc.live mindfulness. Do you have an idea for an upcoming episode of Well Said? Send us a tweet at UNC or shoot us an email at wellsaid at unc.edu. You can find Well Said wherever you get your podcasts. So we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for listening to this episode of Well Said. See you next week.